so awesome that God knows, and we get to serve a God that knows who we are. And the best part about it is that we also get to know who he is. So welcome to our Wednesday night equip. Let me push this up. <clears throat> you know, part of our Wednesday night is it's fairly different than our Sundays. Our Sundays are geared towards the new believer. And tonight, our Wednesday nights are geared towards the saints. You know, those of us that, have, that are uh, followers of Christ, that are active in doing the, way, doing the things that the Lord has asked us to do. And we get to come every week and we get to get ourselves equipped so that we can continue to do the good works of the Lord. And, you know, sometimes it'll be challenging for us. It'll be uh, exercising muscles that you haven't in a while. In fact, my youngest son, Ethan, and I are on this health kind of getting fit thing where we got to get our bodies healthy. And so we go swimming every day after school. We try to go every day after school. And yesterday, in fact, I was scratching my arm and I was like, what? Get one muscle. Like seriously, you got muscle here. You kind of see because I'm wearing pink, but guarantee if I was wearing something else, you'd be able to see that muscle. And I was like, oh, oh, I was telling my husband, just feel this. I'm not even flexing. So I feel him. And he's like, okay. And so I go to my daughter. I was like, oh, feel this, feel this. And she's like, yeah, yeah, okay, mom. So I was like, oh, man. So I call my son up who's in Arizona. I said, Isaiah, guess what? Yeah? I get muscles in my arm. He's like, Oh, right on. You know, at least he was happy because I've been doing things that I normally haven't been doing. I kind of let myself go a little bit. I wasn't concentrating on getting fit and keeping my body healthy so that I could do the work of the Lord. And so like coming to Wednesday night, we're going to be stretched sometimes. We're going to be challenged in our thinking. We're going to exercise muscles that we haven't exercised in a while. But I guarantee you, you're going to be forming some muscles you never know you had. You're going to start getting stronger. You're going to start be able to overcome the obstacles that before we're like, oh my goodness, how am I going to get through this? That can be real easy. Like, oh, what is this? And you just move it out of the way. That's what we want to do as we focus this year on getting ourselves equipped as the church and as the body of Christ. It reminds me as we get into the authenticity and history of the Bible. Now, this is kind of deep issues. This is real. Like, you're going to open up your Bibles and you're going to, we're going to get into it. <clears throat> Maybe not tonight, <laughs> but as we, I, I thought about some things that, hey, you know what? How do I know that something's real? How do I know that it's authentic? It reminds me of a story that about 15 years ago, my husband and I took a trip to Oahu. And I said, hey, will you take me to the swap meet? Because I haven't been since I was like fifth grade. And I was like, oh. he's like, okay, let's go. So I don't know if you've ever been to the swap meet. So we're just cruising, we're walking. And back then I was really into purses. Because I'm a size 12 feet, so I can't be into shoes, because no more over here. So I started going, oh, you know, I'm going to be into purses. And we're walking, and I see Louis Vuitton purse for $40. I'm like, babe, $40, should buy them, please, please, please buy them for me. He's like, um, you know, it's probably a knockoff. And I was like, what, a knockoff? He goes, yeah, meaning it's, it's not authentic. And I was like, how you know? And he goes, well, first of all, 
it's Louis Vuitton for $40. So if you don't know, Louis Vuitton goes for like thousands of dollars. I was like, okay. He goes, secondly, if you come closer and you touch it and you feel it, you just notice that the stitching is a little off. The leather at a Louis Vuitton is made out of uh, 100% Italian leather. This is vinyl. It's my husband, mind you, okay? And I was like, vinyl? So? And we're at a swap meet, which basically means it's probably not real. So I was like, so what, is that a no? He was like, yeah, that's a no. So how do we know when something is authentic? How do we know when something's real? Is it by touch? Is it by, by feel, sight? Is it by reputation? You know, last week, Pastor, uh, a couple weeks ago, Pastor Charlie was talking about um, how the Bible was written and when it was written. 1,500 years in that time span. That in, alone is amazing. And 40 men, different times, different eras, different continents, all unified to bring together the Bible, all inspired by God. It does not contradict itself. It has, stand, it has stood the test of time. Any challenge it has faced, it has stood up against to this very day. In fact, 2 Timothy 3.16 says, All scripture is inspired by God and is useful to teach. Teach us what is true to make us realize what is wrong in our lives. It corrects us when we are wrong and teaches us to do what is right. God uses it to prepare and equip his people to do every good work. Now, I took that verse out of the New Living Translation. I use the New Living Translation when I'm doing a teaching or if I'm doing a group setting and a training, a leadership training, because it, it kind of explains it a little bit better so that we can understand it. When I'm doing my devotions, I use the New King James uh, Leadership Bible. It challenges my thinking. It makes me kind of do a little bit research. It makes me discover that, hey, I got to dig a little bit deeper so that I train myself to think to do what is good, to to search it out. So tonight, as we get equipped, let's ask the Lord to inspire us. Okay, if you notice that you've been given a a bulletin, it's kind of left blank so that you can take your own notes. I've also noticed that a lot of you bring a notebook. That is great too. Okay, you can take notes because this is where we are training ourselves to hear what the Lord has for you as an individual. You're not going to take notes for someone else. Oh, this is good for you because the Lord is trying to speak and equip you, me, to do the good work of what he has in store for us. Okay, so your Bibles, you know, we talked about choosing a translation that we can understand. So it's important to bring your Bibles on Wednesday. Some of us use our electronic gadgets. That's great too because that has all the translations on it. But use one that you can understand and you can cross-reference and do like that, um, so it would help you develop skills and develop you as you grow. Also, <clears throat> part of this is preparing our hearts. You know, we've, we talk about how the Lord has certain things for us. He has equipped us with gifts and talents and using us as a whole body of Christ. This is where when we come on a Wednesday night, it's for us to really get our hearts prepared. It's like tilling that soil getting ready for the sower to, 
to scatter that seed. And I want that seed to land on good soil. I want it to be able to grow deep, the roots to grow deep, so that I can withstand whatever life has for me. And so that is one of the reasons why when we come to Wednesday Night Equip, it's important for us to really hear the Lord, focus on what he is giving us, and that we can get ourselves equipped. So tonight we're going to pray, we're going to bow our heads real quickly, and we're going to ask the Lord, Father, we ask that you will come. We welcome your Holy Spirit in here, the same spirit that inspired the word of God, the same spirit that inspired those men to write Over a time span of 1,500 years, how amazing is that, that this spirit we can still call to, to inspire us. So Lord, we welcome you tonight. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. So tonight, as we are talking about the authenticity and the history of the Bible, I wanted to take it to a more personal place. I want to make it personal. See, we can have proof and we can have evidence. But you take all that aside, what are you left with? See, we are followers of Christ. And we have the privilege of actually having a relationship with God through his son, Jesus Christ. We get to make this personal. Yes, there is proof scientific proof. There is lots of things that you can go and research. There's evidence to back this up. In fact, my freshman year of college, I took a course called the Survey of the New and Old Testament. It was a year course. And the professor said on the first day, if you do not believe in Jesus Christ, you will. If you have any doubt that he is the son of God, you will no longer have that doubt. If you do your work well, and you do your research, by the end of this class, with all the proof and all the evidence that you will find to back up the authenticity of the Bible, you will come to know Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. See, during this entire course, even though we had tangible proof, that was fun and that was great, but it all came down to that personal relationship with Jesus. John 14, 6 says, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. See, God is offering us a way to him. He is offering us a a, a way where we can go straight to the source of the one who created, who breathed life into the Bible who spoke and made this real and come alive. We can read through this entire Bible over and over and over again, and every time it'll be different. The words will be the same, but as we grow, God speaks to us a little bit differently. God uses it to to develop us. I can read one scripture and a year later come back and go, wow, because I'm going through something completely different. And then when I am going through something, I can go back and fall back on the word because it is, it is here to strengthen me. It is here to bring correction. It is here to guide me and direct me. That's why it's living and it's alive. It's not just a book. You can look at it. It looks like a book. It has words. It has pages. But it's so much more than that because it is inspired 
by God himself, the, the source of all things. And we get to go right to him. He says, you want to know more? Come. Ask me. You want, you want life? Come. Come to me. You want answers? I'll give them to you. But come. Come to me. And then we get to, in all of that, say, all right, let me equip myself. I'm going to start off. I, I may not understand. And that's why we say, go and find a, a Bible that you do understand. And as you mature, and as you, you learn how to hear the Lord's voice, you start to grow. And then you know what? You'll, you can actually get another Bible and another Bible that you start to understand and you start to develop and you start to equip yourself so that, you know, when those tests come, you're able to say, oh, this is what the word says. Because we know that it is here for our good and our purpose. You know, we cannot rely on others. I grew up thinking, well, look at my parents. Guarantee I went to heaven. You know, I don't need, I mean, I, they dragged me, they brought me, didn't drag me. They brought me to church. I went to Sunday school. I learned all these different things. So basically I'm going to heaven. So, you know, no, that's wrong. That's wrong. The only way to the father is through Jesus Christ. And so as a parent, I have to be responsible to, to train my children, to influence them, but I can't make them follow Christ. I can show them, I can show them examples, I can pray for them, I can do whatever I need to do, but I still can't make that decision for them. See, each and every one of us, we cannot rely on others, we got to rely on him. That's why it's important for us to do our devotions, to dig into the word ourselves. That's why it's important when we come to our Wednesday night equip and say, hey, give me, give me, give me. Lord, whatever you have for me. And you know, you take notes and you say, oh, that's good, that's good, that's for me. Because God wants us to grow and God wants us to develop these, this um, maturity as we learn to do the good works of the Lord. I, can, I, I have to limit my distractions. Trust me. I've got to limit my distractions. If, I, if it's not a good time in the morning to do devotions, I'm getting the kids ready to doing this, I have to wait till everybody's out of the house so I, I can give God my full attention. Sometimes it comes later in the afternoon. Sometimes I can have done my devotions in the morning and say, oh, you know what, I really need, I need something more. And we dive back in. It doesn't even have to be part of the, the, um, what we're following, the bookmark. It can just be, you just go because you want to hear what the Lord has to say for you. You know, we have an opportunity to just go to the source. When Jesus, when Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. So why are we even guessing? Sometimes we go through life and we're just guessing. I wonder what, I wonder what this is. Or, you know, maybe if I just ex- experience this and I'll find out. But we're followers of Christ. We have the manual right here. We have the directions. GPS, you guys know what that is, right? Thank the Lord for GPS, because a lot of times I would be lost when I'm driving. This is our life's GPS. We learn from the past. We see where God has us right now. We see where there's hope and encouragement, direction, and yes, even correction. 
Sometimes I get cracks when I do my devotions because our Father loves us that much. You know, as parents, we discipline our children as well because we love them. Our Father will do the same for us. And in fact, He loves us way more than we could possibly imagine. So we have this opportunity through Jesus Christ to go straight to the source, which reminds that which I have a funny story to tell you. Um, this past Sunday, we were invited to our friend's house, and <clears throat> there's a bunch of us who were hanging out. And I know that in some ethnic cultures, this stuff is okay. All right. But not in mine, because I just know Likey. Um, you'll understand once I tell you the story. So we're sitting around, and my friend says, yeah, so our, our friend, who's a hunter, dropped off a bag of meat. and But we just don't know what it is. So we're all sitting around going, well, there's only one way to find out, right? I mean, we got to check it out. And we were kind of laughing, because uh, my friend's husband said, well, he's... I think he said, that's the key word. He goes, I think he said it was deer. Okay? Well, so he brought the bag out. This is why I told you about the ethnic, ethnic um, culture. We brought the bag out because you don't spell deer, D-O-G. <laughs> and so we're like, cannot be, cannot be. Because this guy has a reputation. He's a hunter. He's he not going to drop this off. He's not going. So there's only one way to find out. So there's a bunch of us. And we say, you know what? We only live once, right? No, don't. Yeah. We, we put it in the microwave. And we defrosted it. And we're looking at it. And say, well, it does smell a little gamey. It does smell weird. But it doesn't smell not like we know what that other thing smells like. But so we looked at it. And said, okay, so we have it on a plate. And we're kind of going through it. And it's kind of weird looking. I said, well, we know it's not pork or, or a bird. We definitely know it's like a red meat. We're like, oh man, cannot be. Yeah, but we're not going to know until we cook it. So we decided to cook it because it smells like it could be beef or, or whatnot, whatever. So we're cooking and we're adding salt and pepper and, and garlic just in case. And so <clears throat> we're, we're, we're cooking it and the smell is like, it's not so bad. And so we all grabbed the plastic spoon and said, okay, we're not going to know for sure until we try it. Now, my husband is also part of this ethnic group. And he's like, it's nothing. Just try them. So we, we're, we go. One, two, three. We all take a bite. Chewing and chewing. So a little chewy. And I was like, hmm, it tastes like beef, but not it, it could be buffalo, but I have no idea what buffalo tastes like. It could be deer, but I don't even know what that tastes like. I'm like, cannot be, cannot be what's on the, on the bag. There just cannot be. So we, none of us could figure it out. And so finally I said, we, we told our friends, you got to call them up. You got to find out what that was. You got to go straight to the source sometimes and just find out what it is. See, sometimes we go through life a lot of times and we're just guessing. Oh, I wonder, I wonder if this will work. I wonder if this will work. And we forget that we can go straight to the source. That's why Jesus said, I am the way. You want to know the way? Come to me. You want to know the truth? Come to me. You want life? Come to me. Why are you guessing? Why are you going and going, well, it, I don't know. I wonder what this could be. 
Or, you know what, I, yeah, you know what, probably cannot be, cannot be, so let's, let's just try this. And we just wander. We wander through life. And God's like, oh, uh, hello. Um, right here. I have all the answers you need. Why do we do that? Why is it that we want to try figure things out the hard way? I went through years of doing that. Figuring things, trying to figure things out the hard way. When all I needed to do was go to the source. You may not understand everything at, at first. You may not really get what he's saying. But he will reveal himself as you gain understanding. He will make himself known to you when you are willing. And you just sit there and say, okay, Lord, I, I, I'm not sure. And find a Bible. Find a translation that will work for you that you can understand. And then if not, go and seek someone that does, that could help you. Direct you to the source. Why are we turning to Facebook for advice? I don't know. Why are we turning to social media? Because we're crazy. We need to go straight to the source. I know you guys are all wondering oh, what was in that bag. So I came to work on Tuesday and my friend said, well, we, we called and we found out. And I said, okay. And see, I was like kind of secretly hoping, please don't let it be that. Please don't let it be that. He goes, well, good news is that it wasn't dog. Whew. It was deer. I was like, oh, right on. For the dog. <laughs> right? Right? I was like, um, I'm not too sure what's worse. Thinking that I ate dog or knowing I ate dog food. I don't know. But I don't know if I'll ever do that again. Don't guess, guys. Go straight to the source. Don't guess. You know, we've been doing um, a 30-day challenge with our youth. And it has been an amazing time. Let me tell you, because they face challenges we never faced before. They face things that we would, I mean, you can't even imagine what kids go through nowadays. Especially, I am just so thankful we didn't have social media when I was in high school. For real. And it's not, it wasn't just about developing a habit for these kids. It was more than that. What I wanted them to do was I wanted them to experience God. You see, I can give you all the proof. I could stand up here and tell you the top 10 things that, facts that will back the Bible up and tell you it is authentic. And it'll be all the proof that you need. But you know what? Take that aside. It will come down to your own personal experience. You experiencing God for yourself. That is so, what's so great about our God is that he wants us to experience him. Because no proof can compare to changed lives. Nothing. I know for a fact that my God is real because I'm standing here today. I want this, the youth to, to, to develop that same knowledge. But I can't tell them. I, I mean, I can only tell them so much and I can show them. But I want them to experience God. And I, I told them, you're going to go through this. 
And it's not just for 30 days. This 30 days is to help them develop that habit. But they are experiencing God. And tonight, I'm going to read to you a few of their devotion inserts so that you can hear the simplicity of where these kids are at. And that these are your children. And that you get to hear, you know what? They don't expect anything else. They just know that God's there. And God loves them. In fact, I asked a few of our youth, how do you know God is real? And these were the answers. The first one was, because. And that was it. Uh, The second one was, my dad is different. Ever since he has accepted Jesus into his life. Um, The third one is, I feel different. I'm happy again. Without him, I have no hope. I had nothing. So he has to be real. Because I'm still here. Our kids... They need love, they need acceptance, they need direction, they need prayer, and they need us to show them that there's hope and there's a future for them, because they they are our future. So here's a few of their inserts. 2 Corinthians 6, 8, and they do it in soap form, so they have scripture, observation, what they see. And how they apply it to their lives and in a prayer. Second Corinthians 6, 8. We serve God whether people honor us or despise us. Whether they slander us or praise us. We are honest, but they call us imposters. Observation. What I, I observed by the word of God is the way we should serve God even if it's hard sometimes. Don't let anything stop you from loving and serving God. Application. I will apply this to my life because wherever I am, I will not be ashamed of Jesus. I will praise his name to everyone. The one place I have to work on is praising God in school. That's a tough one for me. But it does not compare to the toughness God, Jesus, took for me. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for today. Thank you for your son. Please continue to help me with my devotions every day. Thank you for your blessings. Help me in school. In Jesus' name. Amen. Second Corinthians 4, 6. For God who said, let light shine out of darkness, made his light shine in our hearts so that we could know the glory of God that is seen in the face of Jesus Christ. Observation. We need to be the light of this world. God put that light in all of us. We just need to make it brighter. It may be hard, but in the end, it'll all be worth it application. I need to have that fire ignited in me again. It feels like it's almost out. I need to be that light for others to see. Dear God, I had a really bad day today. I'm sorry for everything I said and did that was not of you. I love you a lot and desperately need you in my life. Please bless the rest of my day and make it really, really well. I love you so much. Amen. Psalm 62, 7. Scripture, my victory and honor comes from God alone. He is my refuge, a rock where no enemy can reach me. Observation, I can overcome any trial or hardship because I am victorious in God. He takes care of me, and when I feel like I no longer can go on, 
He picks me up and puts me on solid ground. He is my strength. Application. Just knowing that I have a God on my side makes life worth living. Nothing can defeat me because of who I am in Christ. He makes me strong, and I know that all my victories are because of him. And all the tests I face is to make me better and stronger. Dear God, I know I don't do my devotions every day, but I want to. I'm going to try because I know that you want to speak to me and give me wisdom so that I have direction in my life. I want to be influenced by you and not anyone else. Help me to walk this path that you have me on. Make me the girl you want me to be. I love you. Amen. It is so important that we represent Christ everywhere and in everything. Your children desperately hunger and thirst for Christ. They want, they know they need direction. We need direction. And we know where that direction is going to come from. That's what makes the Bible authentic, is the experience that we have through Jesus Christ. We have that opportunity to go straight to the source. Why, why do we even waste time? Why do we wander? If you want to go and challenge it, go for it. Research it out. I know two of the greatest evangelists, Josh McDowell and Adrian Rogers, who were determined to prove that this was wrong. And at the end of their research, became the greatest evangelist that this was the truth. We can, we can go ahead and challenge it. Just do your research. But you take all the proof and you take all of that aside, it'll come down to the, your personal relationship with Jesus Christ. That is what is most important. In, in conclusion to tonight, 1 Thessalonians 2.13 says, Therefore, we never stop thanking God. And this is, this is Paul when he went to Thessalonia and he's speaking to the people and he's saying, Therefore, we never stop thanking God that when you received his message from us, you didn't think of our words as mere human ideas. You accepted what we said as the very word of God, which, of course, it is. And this word continues to work in you who believe. To this very day, those words ring true. To those of us who believe, that's us. We come Wednesday night to get equipped. We are the saints of the church. To those of us who believe, we know that this is alive and well. We know that we can go straight to the source. And aside from all the proof that we will find, that we can find, that have found, God is still God. God is holy. God is worth living for. And he has so much to offer us. You want to know what authenticity is? You look at these kids. Authenticity is when you know that God is moving, changing lives. They look at our own lives. You can go home and look in the mirror and say, I'm changed because of Jesus Christ. Therefore, this is true. Amen?
Amen. We're going to pray. You can go ahead and close your Bibles and put your notes away. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you for your truth. Thank you for sending your son who is the way, the truth, and the life. Thank you for giving us direction. Thank you for being the source that we can come to anytime, anywhere, no matter what situation, good or bad, we praise you. We count it all joy because what you have in store for us is a great thing. Inspire us, Lord, by your Holy Spirit. Equip us to do your good works. We praise you and we thank you. We thank you that we know a God who knows who we are. And we can call upon a God that we love and know so well. Thank you for this chance that we get to just worship you. Live life to the fullest. Because that's what you want for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Everyone says amen.